Welcome to another episode of Pitch Perfect, a first of its kind podcast series powered by Avarathon, an AI-enabled video roleplay platform. I'm Vishala, your host for this incredible journey where we connect with top leaders to discuss cutting-edge strategies and innovative best practices of organizations towards building a successful sales-ready team. I'm thrilled to introduce our guest for today's episode, Mr. Sushil Barkho, Associate Vice President of L&D, TM and OD at Alcom Laboratories Limited. Sushil is adept in creating integrated talent management architecture for large organizations. As a talent practitioner, he worked on creating sustainable talent strategy for the organization. Sushil is a passionate trainer, facilitator, coach and a firm believer in maximizing human potential. Moreover, he has demonstrated expertise in human resource projects, large-scale training and development intervention and strategic HR. In this episode, Sushil will share his insights on creating an effective sales talent strategy. A very warm welcome to Pitch Perfect Sushil. We are so thrilled to have you on our show. Thank you so much Vishala for having me on the show and very happy to interact with all the audience also. Uh incredible. We are thrilled to have you on our show as well sir. So we'll be having a Q&A session where I'm going to ask you some really insightful questions and you can give me your views on that. Are you ready for that? Sure. Uh great. So before we begin my first question to you is what are the talents and competencies every sales person needs to succeed in a cutthroat career like sales Uh thank you very much for asking this question because see this is some kind of a question which keeps on evolving over a period of time because for every industry the context of the talent is very important but uh, as a overall manner if you ask me the biggest talent for any sales person is that uh, his ability to uh, never give up second one that he needs to be very good in communication skill he sh- must uh, have the foundational sales knowledge at the same time he should have an empathy towards the customer and uh, he should be very curious about uh, understanding that how the entire sales process work and then what are the areas where he can master it means that he should always have a willingness to learn so these are the few of the talent correct which uh, comes in front of me at the same time if you look upon the competencies so you look at uh, all the sales process across industry whether it is it whether it is pharma isn't it it basically has around um, your nine competencies which are very important in any sales person number one is your prospecting second is the product knowledge third one is customer services then data analysis he needs to be highly solution oriented he needs to understand that he is selling not only one product but there are multiple products and the services which is there in his city so he need to master the upselling and cross selling he should be excellent in negotiation skills and uh, he needs to have a good relationship building skills and not to mention but it needs to be with every sales person and every good human being that he needs to be emotionally intelligent uh so that's a really great answer and i really agree with you about uh, having empathy and having emotional intelligence this is something that a lot of people don't think about um my second question is actually a follow up question on the first one Uh, how can sales leaders assess the competencies and capabilities of a sales team see the best way and the most realistic way of assessing 
Basil's competency of a person is through observation and especially when he is on the job. However, if you want to create a overall framework, then everything cannot uh, depend upon only on the observation. So that is where you see that uh, there are various tools are now available. The various psychometric tests are available to assess the sales competency of a, of a people, and these are generally having good reliability, and um, and uh, they are reproducible also. So one of the way of uh, uh, identifying the sales competency or assessing the sales competency could be the psychometric tool. Another could be which I have already shared with you that the best way is that observation by his line managers when he is interacting with the customer and ensuring when he is interacting with his customer and ensuring that his best of the skills are helping him to build the relationship and get the business from the customer. Third thing, obviously, is uh, during the time of meeting when he is uh, doing the interaction with people. So there also that observation part comes. Number four, that at the time of interview, uh, maybe going by that star methods, uh, that is uh, your past uh, behavior is the predictor of uh, future success in the given context. That could also be a good method of uh, identifying the sales competencies. Uh, right, sir. I completely agree with you. And I'm glad that you highlighted the point of various sales tools that are there now that can help with this. Um, so my next question to you is, what are the steps to ensure that you hire and retain the right talent? Uh, in fact, uh, for uh, this, there has to be a complete strategy needs to be there and which I generally call it as a sales talent strategy. In fact, uh, to ensure that uh, you hire a right type of talent, you need to have a good talent sourcing model. Like for example, that uh, what is the attrition rate which is uh, prevailing in your organization right now? What are the challenges uh, with, uh, with the salespeople face? And uh, number three, that what are the uh, the key, you can say, abilities which uh, the star sales people have and they continue with the organization. So these are few things, correct, which help uh, us to create a talent sourcing model. And then based upon this, defining upon our own sales talent success profile. Because once the sales talent success profile is created, then what happens that whenever you are looking for people, you are aware about that uh, this person is having not only the competencies, but it is also having the motivation to do the job. And the third and the most important thing that he is going to be culturally fit in the organization also. And that is where you see the sales uh, talent success profile plays a very important role. And uh, for creating the sales talent uh, success profile, we need to have a data-driven approach. Because with the help of various sales competency assessment tools, you are able to find out the competency of this person. You can map that, that what is the current uh, skill this person is having and what is the skill gap. So you will get a lot of direction. But at the same time, when you are looking into the success profile or defining the success profile, you start also focusing upon that what is what are those intangible attributes which differentiates between an ordinary salesperson and the extraordinary salesperson. Like for example, maybe it is the cognitive skills, that the learning propensity, 
and the interpersonal skill of uh, that person who is making that sales person a highly or you can say that extraordinary sales person that is a differentiating factor for him not only that we need to also look upon that how we need to uh, look into that from where we are sourcing our talent we need to reevaluate because what happens that in any kind of industry people give a lot of importance to the experienced people and when you are looking for the experienced people you will end up paying them more but uh, no innovation or uh, no new thoughts coming to the system and sales is all about the creativity so that particular element is generally missed upon so maybe that uh, hiring from the cross industry may also help us uh, to get better talent at the same time once this uh, interview process is completed which has to be totally based upon the sales competency model for your organization which is working for you once the person is qualifying in the interview then there has to be a very very effective and efficient onboarding program for the person who makes him uh, ready or or the system which enables him to do the sales and we generally call it as an sales enablement model all right so i think you highlighted all the important points about a sales talent strategy and i think that's a great answer and for the next question i'm really excited to ask you this um so you know people buy why you do it and not what you do how important is it for organizations to sell their vision and beliefs when they interview the right talent this is really a great question vishala because uh, most of the time sales people are they are highly action oriented in fact sales leaders are highly action oriented so they focus mainly on what and how but for identifying a right talent who is engaged with you for a longer period of time we need to focus upon that why he why we want him in this profession and telling him that what is the purpose of the organization and once we start selling to the people about the purpose of organization then automatically that person is also aligning his own purpose with the purpose of organization and when this harmony starts happening then we see a complete culture fitment comes in so i firmly believe that why we do the things is more important to tell people or the new sales people who are coming to to the organization rather than only focusing upon what and how because what and how are basically your operational aspect but why is more important because the coming generation the generation z which is coming right now they are not like the old generation who will only work for money or rewards or incentives this is the generation which is which would like always to be associated with the purpose so i think telling why is very important to the current uh, generation of sales people who are entering in the industry that's a great answer sir i think uh, really you highlighted all the important things and also uh, yes i think the millennial and gen z generation really care about the brand essence and what is the brand value my next question for you is a, a lot has been spoken about this do you think investing in sales readiness leads to a more effective sales talent management yes 
and you see that uh, people needs to also understand the difference between the sales enablement and uh, the sales readiness many a times you see that uh, i have seen that the lnd leaders or the sales uh, training leaders they they believe in creating lot of sales tools the content and a lot of information and they they focus a lot on training the purpose uh, person sales person and they think that their job is completed but sales readiness is different from sales enablement because by providing them the best of the training they have made that person enable to do the sales but the sales readiness means that how this person applied his learning in the real world interaction and that is where the basic challenge comes in because most of the organization they do investment in the sales enablement for sales readiness people require that continuous nudges nudges of uh, the things which they have learned because see people have a tendency to forget what they have learned in the training and it is said that uh, within a week period of time he only remembers only 10 to 20% what he has learned so until unless organization invest upon the sales readiness where they can send the nudges to the sales people about the important points about the product maybe that important communication time to time and that is where you see that this digital learning is is now playing a very important role there are various platforms are available on which you can uh, you can send the regular quizzes to people you can send the regular nudges to the people so that they can refresh themselves there is gamification is also there which is a very important tool to improve the sales readiness of people the so organization needs to invest and and i tell you that uh, many of the organization in pharma industry itself they have started taking it very seriously and in case of the organization which i am serving we are investing a lot on sales readiness and uh, we have one app with us which is uh, which we have launched some 5 years back and now we have seen that the traction towards the adoption of that app has increased up to a level of around 95% that's a really interesting answer i think um, we at abarathon we are that is also our goal and we are doing the same thing in terms of sales readiness um so next question to you is um, what are the major challenges when it comes to recruiting ramping and retaining selling talent see vishala i would like to answer this question little differently because you have asked about that uh, three major you can say buckets which ensures that uh, ensures whether the organization will survive in coming 5 years or not because sales talent is one of the most important talent and the sales leaders and hr leader needs to take it very seriously when it is coming to the recruiting the sourcing of the talent is a very important strategy apart from that we need to look at whether we are having a functional competency model to hire the sales people or not because if the competencies are not predefined then there are chances that uh, we may end up selecting the sales person based upon his external attribute but he may not be and that may not be uh, make him successful in his career so the recruitment way is is, is playing very important role and in fact if you go by uh, uh marcus buckingham 
who has written one book that first break all the rules where he has done the survey of 90000 star managers across the world and across the across the industries he interviewed this 90000 star managers and he said can you tell me that what is making you so successful in your career so in one of the chapter he he defines that uh, that this manager have said that the most important thing in any organization or or the, what the practice they follow is they always believe in hiring the right person and second step they said that not only hiring the right person but second ensuring that the right per- this this right person is inducted well and once the induction is done properly they said that the third important point comes in that is right hiring right induction then third point they said appropriate training and fourth thing they said that as the person grows in his career then the aspiration management and the number fifth point they said the emotional bonding so if you look into the recruiting ramping and retaining the selling talent this five steps becomes very very important and the absence of this five things actually they become the reasons for attrition so if i tweak my answer and i tell you or if i say in this manner that the biggest reason for the attrition is wrong hiring wrong induction wrong or inappropriate training and wrong aspiration management or misappropriate uh, aspiration management and fifth is the lack of emotional bonding so i think that the most important thing is the recruiting ramping retaining the selling talent and challenge nowadays is what that in sales profession it is a, it is it is a, a i tell you that it is a quite a highly effort intensive field though it is very rewarding also but looking into the various career opportunities which are coming into the picture that identifying the sales talent where the people are looking sales as a career is nickel drying up that pool is drying up so that is one of the biggest challenge second one that how to overcome this challenge in fact organizations needs to do a lot of employee branding there they need to go to various campuses they need to talk to people and they need to tell that how rewarding the sales career is so that is uh, one thing correct that how to overcome the challenge in terms of ramping you see that the performance pressure is so high that the pressure to deliver is so high that the training teams are not getting the proper time to train people i still remember when i started my career as a sales representative 21 years back we used to have around 30 days of training after our uh, selection and now you see that 30 days is quite a long time which sales leader are not ready to give they say that we want the ready mid person can you innovate your training and learning and development method in such a manner where my person learns the thing on the go people now want that learning should be in the part of flow of work so the ramping challenge is what that how fast we make person productive to the organization and looking into that once the person starts getting experience with uh, your organization become successful then he is actually ready talent for the entire market or the industry to be posed upon so for retaining talent we need to create tools where people remains engaged 
that's a really comprehensive answer i think thank you so much for sharing that and thank you for speaking about employee branding and i think that's important as well you have demonstrated experience on creating a sustainable talent strategy and integrated talent management architecture for large organizations can you tell us a little bit more about that yes uh, the integrated talent management model is having the five Uh, you need five steps over there correct one is that how you attract your talent how you onboard your talent how you evaluate your talent how you develop your talent and how do you engage and retain them so if you put all these five pieces in the employee life cycle correct it creates your entire integrated talent management model when you are when we are talking about that how we we attract our talent so what kind of the employer branding we are doing and when we are talking about the employer branding means how the organization is sharing its vision mission and values to the prospective candidates what kind of the advertising job advertising channels uh, the organization is using is the job advertisement is going to the right set or the right segment of people or not are as an organization are we present in all the talent to markets from where we can get the future prospective employees for the organization in the attract what kind of the recruitment system we have recruitment system is comprising of whether the competencies are properly created or mapped or not how the role clarity and the job descriptions are given and in any sales organization when we talk and i'm sure that uh, in avarathan also when you are asking me this question that the sales people we are talking about that every person is sales person in the organization whether he is a sales person or the sales manager so what is the layer wise sourcing criteria for them do we have any structured interview process and is this interview process is using the technology because now the artificial intelligence is also coming into the picture so in your recruitment system right whether you are utilizing this technologies to shorten the identification to the hiring time or not now bringing the clarity in the role of hiring manager training manager and hr right so this is completely creating the part of attract in the onboarding system you see that nowadays uh, everybody or every employee they would like to have experiences they do not go by just a piece of paper correct or a website where you are telling them that how big we are as an organization Yet the person says that I will consider this organization as a big, successful, and purpose-driven only when I myself experience it, and that is where you see that this onboarding becomes very crucial because it is the time when the person decides that how long I am going to work here, and that is why you see that in the integrated model, the second step onboarding, correct, where we generally have classified into three aspects that. pre onboarding experiences to the person onboarding experiences to the person and the post onboarding and in our organization onboarding completes actually in the first 90 days where after the onboarding that 30 60 90 uh, there is a clear cut uh, defined path is there that what this person is going to learn and how fast he gets assimilated into the system and becoming productive for the organization once he comes into the system then in the integrated talent model uh, management model the third piece comes into the picture that is evaluate 
means what is your performance management system are the kpis defined properly is it only a yearly exercise or it is based upon the continuous feedback because with the digital technology now we can have this continuous feedback which can happen on a monthly basis then you see that what kind of the talent management practices which are there is uh, the talent reviews are happening consistently are you utilizing the nine box metrics and getting a complete view of your sales organization that who are your top talents who are your medium talents and who are the people who are still their talent is yet to be tapped based upon this you see that as an lnd head i get an information that where i have to invest my talent budget and where i have to do the performance enhancement programs then number fourth comes your develop so uh, the integrated model says that development of people should happen in each of the area which is helping them to perform better so they believe in creating various academies like the functional academies and the behavioral academies and based upon that decision of uh, investment on the key talent development it is decided whether these people uh, will be given the in-house programs or they will be sponsored outside and then the fifth piece comes that uh, how we engage and retain our people whether you have got this career planning are you having this career conversations or not and how do you do your compensation and benefit for the people because for retaining and engaging people the compensation and benefit reward and recognition also becomes important so this is how generally which i feel like that uh, we have created a complete integrated talent man- talent management model in alp that's an incredible answer so thank you so much for sharing your experiences i think this is really going to help Uh, our audience who are who really want to create a talent strategy uh, my last question to you is can you tell us uh, your three ways to improve sales talent management strategy in fact uh, this will be in addition to my answer which i have given to you for previous question in fact after the recruitment creating an effective onboarding program second one offer Uh, and going pro- ongoing professional development for your sales talent because your training should not stop at the onboarding itself it needs to be given on a continuous basis and the third one introducing the formal coaching process to the sales people and all these three things are possible with the availability of the technology and various ai driven platforms which are available in the market that's a really good answer sir thank you for sharing that so i think this brings me to the end of the q and a segment now we have another interesting segment called the underrated overrated segment in this i want you to name the most underrated trait and the most overrated trait when it comes to hiring the right sales talent so first i will go with the overrated trait so the first overrated trait is confidence because in your half an hour of interaction with the person the person always comes with uh, a lot of preparation 
So he is showing a lot of confidence and it has been observed in various scientific study that the confidence shown by the person in the interview is not necessary will lead to his success in interaction with the customer. Second one, people are generally, another overrated thing is that, that people go by the charisma or the appearance and the aura of the person. But this charisma and aura is also not associated with uh, much of the sales success. And the third thing, this was a buzzword for the last, you can say, 12 years, that is the growth mindset. Maybe that the person is thinking about, yes, I can do it. But does he having that uh, ability to put extra effort to do it or not? So for according to me, this confidence, charisma and the growth mindset are the three most overrated things. And uh, one underrated thing which I feel like is empathy because nothing sales like empathy. In sales, if a salesperson is able to empathize with the other person, I tell you that the relationship building starts from there. And that is why you see that why in sales profession it happens that best of the skillful people may not be able to become successful in sales, but the person with a high level of empathy becomes more successful. Right, sir. I completely agree with you on empathy. And I think this brings me to the end of our show. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I had a great time interviewing you and I really loved your answers and our audience will find your insights very valuable. Thank you so much, Vishala. Thank you, sir. So everybody, that was Mr. Sushil Barkur. Thank you for tuning in to Pitch Perfect. Hope you found this valuable. The Pitch Perfect podcast series will keep bringing in visionary thought leaders in the hope of creating a community of Salesforce effectiveness. If you found this show insightful, I would appreciate if you follow us and never miss an episode. We'll be back with another episode at the same time. This is your host Vishala signing off.